I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, Life's Rec community. Uh, before we get into it today, no intro. Uh, I just wanted to take a second and wish my mother happy Mother's Day. Um, it was uh, last weekend, so it's a bit of a happy belated Mother's Day, but I've got my sister on the podcast today, and on the podcast we talked about um, our Nana, and we talked about some of the, the women in our life, and uh, it just it just felt right. So, Mom, I just wanted to say that the love and acceptance that you've given me um, throughout my mental health journey has, has really... It's, it's meant more than, than words can express and how you lead with understanding uh, and passion and caring. It continues to inspire me to build this community every day. So I just wanted to say happy belated Mother's Day. Uh, love you so much. Caitlin loves you. And uh, this episode is for you. What's going on, everyone? I'm Kyle Moore, and welcome back to this oh-so-beautiful wreck. This is the podcast where we celebrate a world more mental and destigmatize all things mental health through sharing stories and uh, having some good old-fashioned conversation, just sharing in a good old chat. Uh, to get things started on this fine Friday, we've got a little bit of an announcement. We teased it at the end of our episode um, two weeks ago with Brian, uh, but we started a Patreon. So we've, uh, we've officially launched some subscriber content. If you want to, uh, you know, if you want to see more life, if you're thinking like, wow, like this podcast comes out every two weeks and I'm just like, I'm just itching for more because, you know, Kyle's a busy guy and uh, God, I wish, I wish he had less going on so that he could, uh, he could just, you know, pump these podcasts out every, every week, every day. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I want more. Well, uh, we don't have that much more, but uh, if you want to see some extended uh, interviews with our guests, if you want to see some video content, uh, if you want to get a great sticker and a thank you note from me as well, some some massive perks there, uh, you can head over to Patreon and search Life's a Wreck Podcast, and, uh, and we'll pop right up. Or you can just head over to uh, Instagram, at uh, Life's a Wreck Podcast, and uh, click on the link in our bio, and it'll, it'll take you right there. Uh, we've launched our first tier, uh, the Minor Wreck tier. You know, you gotta you got to celebrate the little, uh, the little Minor Wrecks. Once in a while, you know, we always, the, the big wrecks get all the shine, you know, Titanic. Oh, they made movies about that. But the minor wrecks need some love, too. So we, uh, we've we got uh, that tier. Also, I lost my voice a little bit. So if you notice that uh, I'm sounding a little, uh, I'm sounding a little like Ford F-150 commercial. Uh, it's because I was at a hockey game last night. And uh, 
Yeah, was uh, was screaming my head off watching the Halifax Mooseheads uh, uh, drop one um, to uh, the Quebec Ramparts. So there's your little sports update as well. Didn't know when you were clicking on this episode, you're going to get a little uh, little little sports talk with Kyle Moore. But uh, you never know over here, Liza. I'm actually really, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm sitting, I'm actually really, really excited to share this conversation with you guys um, today. Uh, this is, um, you know, I love, I absolutely adore when I have the opportunity to sit down with family and share conversations. Um, and I've done it with like friends and kind of the people that are like most intimately connected with my life, I think is is what I find really special because so often these are the people who who know you the most, you know them the most, but to actually like sit down and open the open the space to just be like, okay, like, like, let's take that like next, like, let's just like dive a little bit, a little bit deeper into, you know, the, the experiences and the stories and, and, you know, what we've all been through. Um, it's really special. And the, the podcast kind of provides that unique space. So I've had my family on the podcast before. Um, I've had, yeah, my mom and dad and sister all together. Uh, I've had uh, my best friend on the podcast before. I've had really good friends, um, throughout the years on the podcast. And this is the first solo episode that I've done with my, uh, with my little sister, uh, Kayla Moore. So I really wanted to do this episode because, and I, I mean this genuinely Kate is one of the most mind mindful people I know she's got this like uh the the way that she just kind of approaches we we have a very different approach to mindfulness where you know I started like I kind of like it kind of became like part of my life in 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 the sense of like like outward facing external where I started a podcast and I started doing you know I started speaking about it openly and publicly and with Kate Kate has done like so much work behind the scenes. She is somebody who dedicates, um, you know, time to uh, develop like, personal development and mindfulness. And, um, you know, she's taken her lumps along the way and she's learned from them and, and grown from them and just has a very like I, what I would describe as a very like healthy mindset. And so like I enjoy perspective, you know, and, and, it, and it's and it's funny because, you know, once once in like a, a blue moon, maybe longer, like once once every uh decade perhaps you know I, I I learn a little something from her so that's uh you know I always I always look forward um to uh that uh but yeah it's uh it's pretty special uh and she just finished school too and and is going through this transitional point in her life and I know when I was going through a very similar point in my life um it looked really different I was graduating into the pandemic um there wasn't a lot of stress in terms of like what's next because it was kind of like answered for you it's like what's next I mean fuck I don't know I'm going from like the bedroom to the living room because I can't go anywhere else and uh and uh, jobs never heard of her and let me introduce you to Serb you know so like it was it's kind of cool to like be able to learn about this part of my life this transitional point that like looked a lot different for me than from her so to contrast those two things i was really looking forward to and like you know over this past year like we've both collectively experienced some some tough times um like you'll hear about in the episode kate uh experienced uh, a fire she she survived a fire while uh while working at a at a resort um last summer and uh you know lost 90% of her belongings 99% of her belongings um and then uh, we both lost our nana um in a like in the course of a few days this was for Kate um and so you know this conversation like it's you know we we talked about trauma and going through these things but 
you know, Kate has this really, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything because it's really like, I could sit here and just kind of like lament about like, oh, like Kate thought about it this way and that way, but I, I'd much rather you hear it in, uh, in her own words. But in this conversation, we talk about unapologetically making decisions, uh, with your best interests in mind, which is a newly coined pit bull mindset, uh, that, uh, that Kate and I, I think are going to trademark. Um, we talk about the effects of trauma and grief and compounded stress. It was just like a really beautiful conversation and, uh, you know, I'm excited to, I'm excited to share with all of you. So let's get into it. Uh, like I mentioned, Kate is a recent graduate and I kind of bent the truth a little bit there because technically, technically speaking, uh, she, when this episode comes out, she won't graduate for about another month, but she has completed her degree from Bishop's university, uh, with a, um, a major in business and a minor in psychology. Uh, she's one of the most mindful, thoughtful people I know. Uh, she's got one hell of a big brother. So that's a, that's an exciting little, uh, tidbit about Kate. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to have her on the show. Kate, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Cool. Whenever you're ready. Oh, sorry. No, I yeah, go. You're about to do an intro. No, I said. Oh, sorry. I'll I I pre-record an oh. intro outside of the actual like interview. <laughs> That's why I was like, okay, cool. I'm like just waiting for my cue in. Like, <laughs> hello, I'm doing more. And like, <laughs> no, okay. No, you're good. So yeah, just whenever you want to start, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> well, I'm Caitlin Moore, and I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> And that's going to do it for today, folks. Uh... <laughs> and we're done. Cut. No, I'm joking. But no, I'm doing good. I mean, that's I just good. moved back for like just wrapped up fourth year of my undergrad. So I'm yeah. done. And then move back home for about a week. Mm-hmm. And then moving up to Muskoka for my summer job again, like last year. So that's about what's going on. I feel good. And then so I'm ready for like, I'm like sitting at home, like with mom and dad. I'm like, all right, like I'm getting a little like you know I'm like itching to get restless to the next a little day. bit. Yeah, well I'm just kind of like I'm excited. I just like want to get going, and I like know what to expect because of last year. Mm. Last year I was up there, so I'm kind of just like I want to get going again. New spot, like new people. So I'm like, come on, you know. I hope it's not like <laughs> it's so funny. It's like I know what to expect because of last year. I feel like last year was an absolute roller coaster. So yeah. hopefully it's a little bit uh, more chill than that. Yeah, I mean, last year was definitely, we can get into that, but last year was definitely, uh, I mean, it's, like, the biggest lesson of, like, things can take a turn very quickly, like, don't take things for granted is definitely a lesson learned from it all, so we can get into it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the, um, I mean, how, how does it feel to kind of be done? This is, like, this is such an interesting thing, because I remember when I finished university, it was, like, there was like a solid like week where like I kind of just had to like je- like decompress. It was like so much, so much, quick, 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 and then all of a sudden it's just done. And it's a very like it's kind of weird. I, like how how's this been for you? Um. Well, everyone keeps asking that question, and to be honest, like I don't really know what I'm supposed to feel. Like if that makes sense. Like yeah. through through however many years of my life up until now, I've done school. I take my exams. I come home for a little bit. And so it's like, I'm in such a routine that it's like this year just feels the same kind of than all the other years, if that makes sense. I don't think it'll really hit me that I'm like graduated or that I just completed my undergrad until either one, I get my diploma mm-hmm. or two, when the next school year comes around, like in September. And mm-hmm. instead of going back to school, I'm working or something. I think that's right. when like going to hit me that I understand. But I mean, it's definitely like right now, obviously, I'm 
I'm not really doing anything. You kind of go from like, go, 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 especially at university. So many people are around you. And then you come back to your hometown with your parents and you like, are like, okay, um, so what do I do? You know, like, and so right now I'm just kind of like sitting here and I'm like, okay. Um, so it just kind of, it's, it's not like I like feel too different. Like if anything, it's like Hmm. I took my final exam and everyone has different final exam times. And our graduation is a month after our, we done, we're done our exams. So Hmm. it wasn't like any like farewell, big thing kind of, I mean, of course there's like the last little couple things with everyone, but you know, you're going to experience it all again in a month. So it wasn't like the final goodbyes or anything. Okay. So right now it's just kind of like laying low and like I'm sleeping till like twelve, which is yeah, like so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like your body's like just so like, oh my god, I can like I'm at least I'm done this this. Yeah, like, you could just chill out finally, chill. yeah. Yeah, so that's well, kind like of you finish cool. a sprint, and then all of a sudden you're like, I mean, after you finish a sprint, you're like winded. You kind of need to like rest up a little bit. So. Yeah, and like especially like this summer going into this year, and then coming out of this year was like probably the most like transitional but also like crazy times in my life so Mm. coming off of this year is definitely like a holy smokes like take a deep breath but at the same time so that's probably like what's going on right now yeah whoa (laughs) the the whoa yeah it is it is a very because i mean like we've had very different experiences in terms of like when i went through this like three years ago um because it was like i was graduating into the pandemic there was no real kind of like I don't know. You don't even want to throw the word closure around because it's kind of one of those things where it's, you know, sometimes it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's school, you know, but yeah, yeah. it is it is interesting. And I mean, I do like I did appreciate definitely the downtime that I had um, post graduation because I feel like it is like like you said, it's it's tough for things to like sink in after a while. You're yeah. just kind of like you're like, oh, I'm still a student. And it's like, yeah. really not like it's kind of yeah. you're, you're, you're moving on into this like next stage of your life. But also, I know that you're one of those people who like you do like you're a planner. I, I say a little bit more so than me in terms of like you you do mm-hmm. like look ahead and you kind of have a plan that like you mm-hmm. want to like execute. Yeah, I would say, I mean, definitely back in like high school and like you know, when you have these five-year plans planned out, you know, and, oh my God, and, yeah. write them and you're like, that's exactly how my life's going to go. And like, holy smokes, that is like so far from my university experience. Mm-hmm. And, and like, just like everything that's happened over a four-year period of time, I literally calculated how many moves I've done in four years. And how it's like 14 moves. No way. That's yes, absurd. Yes. How nope. how have it's you done 14 moves? I have I have it all written down and that is no word of a lie. This is I included like all five maybe. Yeah, see so this is the thing like I also at the same time as like yes, I'm a planner. I also understand that like, like yeah. I I also am like this type of person that it and whether this is like good or bad, but like if something isn't like exactly like if I'm like in a point in my life and I'm like I don't think that this is like what I should be doing right now. I really change it. I feel Mm. like, and I think that's where all the moves come from is instead of like, I sometimes will change it like where I'm living and where I am. And like, that's a lot to like a testament of my university and everything. So, but I mean, yeah, as much as I'm a planner and I definitely have myself like, okay, where I would love to be in a little bit of time. I also understand looking back at the past four years, 14 moves, like three different degree changes, two different schools, I understand that like it might go a little different. <laughs> I think it's kind of like it's funny. You have actually had one of the most like absurd university experiences yeah. that like of anybody I know and it's so funny cuz I don't feel like even like 
that's why it's, it's kind of nice to do this and like sit down and like record all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Cause it's like, I feel like to navigate all of that, like, I mean, hell, I know like what I was going through during university was some of like the toughest yeah. times of my life, let alone if I was like, if, if you would have came to me as a grade 12 student being like, Hey Kyle, I know your mental health is ass, but you're going to move 14 times and change your degree <laughs> three times. I would have said, I would have said, fuck you because that would have yeah. just been like ridiculous. Like, you know, what what were some of like the kind of like key learning points that maybe you like in terms of like that personal development side of it that like all of that kind of stuff taught you or the things that like going into the experience you were like I think it that it's X Y Z but it turned out to be Z Y X like talk to me about that because that's such it is very unique and I would love to get your perspective yeah. on that. I mean, I think external things also had to do with all of my all right. of my situations, regardless like whatever it was. But I mean, what I learned, honest to God, is to. I love to like sometimes like be like I'm in control. Like I know what I'm mm, doing. Oh hey, this is you and me both. Yeah, I've yeah. got like I've got it figured out. And then like really what I've learned is like let it go. Like mm. let that idea of like I'm like I got control of this because sometimes in, in what I have seen is like letting go of those things like the expectations or all these different things because like sometimes like especially in like the start of my university I was like I know what I'm doing and then like two weeks in I'm like oh my god this Mm -hmm. isn't this isn't it this isn't the feeling that I have that I want to be feeling so I think it's like this whole control thing like why I'm excited for the next like stage of my life is because of the fact that of what I've learned over four years and my Mm -hmm. experience compared to everybody else's else's experience like I have never been able to fully relate to somebody in my four years because of the fact that they haven't experienced everything that I have. They haven't experienced two different schools. Like my schooling is 50 mm-hmm. 50 at two different universities. Right. Yeah. I've switched my program because of my, well, because of my transfer. So you're saying you couldn't relate to like somebody's experience on kind of like an equal level, like not necessarily like relating to the person, the individual, but like the experience or is it the person? No, no, it's, it's, it's the person, but it's also like, I have like, it's so hard to like unpack this because there's so Mm. much behind this four years. It's like, no one's ever like, kind of like everyone's like done a transfer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe, but do they transfer back to the place? And then while you're transferring back, like you're, you know, your life's kind of being like flipped upside down at the same time as like, I'm also like understanding, but like trying to comprehend what happened. Like no one's like, when I try and talk to people about it, it's like, wow, you've had a crazy four years, but it's like, I can never be like, but you understand, like, you know what I'm saying. It's like, no one fully, fully gets that. Mm. And so that's kind of what's, what's, what's hard. But coming back to the point of like, what you kind of asked me was kind of like letting go of it. And just like the way stuff is supposed to happen. I really believe it will happen. Yeah. And, and that's really what I've understood is like, I was supposed, this is supposed to be what happened over university, mm-hmm. the good, the goods, the bads, and like, just like letting go and like understanding and just like go with the wave of it all. Like go with the, go with the transfers, go with the degree changes, go with the everything, like everything, mm-hmm. like I'm graduated on time. I pushed through all those like unknown things. Yeah, and you did too, which is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And I have all these like life lessons that I'm like, sick cool let's yeah there's a 100 percent. there's actually there's a real like beauty in the in the having unique experiences that was something that i got from big brother was like you know it's not like not a lot of people out there can be 23 year old people who like get to go and be in this like weird national spotlight and be critiqued and picked apart but yet it establishes this really like 
healthy sense of like I can you know I can do anything I you know people's opinions people's opinions don't matter like the the sound the only like you know the the learning and and being like around the people that love you is like the only thing that really matters and so it is like when unique experiences breed like unique learnings and you're able to take that into like the next stage of your life which is which is really really cool um Alistair in the background there Um, (laughs) hi Al (laughs) Kayla says hi he says hello um yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that you graduated on time is always something that, like, yeah. that's a, that's an accomplishment right there. Like, yeah. that's, you know, that's special. That's really cool. So, and it yeah. was, you know, I, I will say, like, I, you, was it, because you made, you didn't exactly make it look too tough. And I'm not going to, like, I, <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would, you know, I want to make sure that I give you the, your roses because that's, like, a really, you know, particularly kind of cool thing. But, like, you know, I, I'd say your attitude throughout all of it, and this is something that I've told you before, like, your attitude throughout all of it was, like, pretty positive but yet we are a family of like you know we like control it's a i'm it's something that i'm like actively working on right now like Mm -hmm. was there anything that you were kind of doing or like any thoughts mindsets that you were keeping in mind that you were like apart from just the hey everything will be what it is because i don't feel like that's just like something you naturally come to sometimes it's like oh this is really tough and i wish it wasn't tough and yet i still have to go through the experience so like what was helping you during those times well for one i think my mentality mentality towards things have completely shifted with different experiences that I've had Mm. obviously through everybody but especially through these four years because I mean like we grew up in a small town ever like you know it's just kind of like we have these like little you know we're not exposed to a lot like I never experienced anything we never like we never really experienced anything that would like be like a huge shock to us that would really shift our like mindsets towards things and like I had that at university Mm -hmm. so a lot of people yeah yeah exactly like that's what happened And so when I had these like changes, it wasn't like, oh, just like, it's all fine. Like, yes, it was hard, but like these things of like, I needed a change of of mental like thought of how everything's supposed to go or Mm. like my life or like I needed that like time to sit by myself and think like, what attitude or like, what would I like, how when people Mm. look at me or or have like their experiences with me, like, what do I want to leave with them? kind of Mm. and I think that's when I had to do like this internal like work also about like my attitude and and what I'm projecting and stuff like that and that's when it was kind of like I'm gonna sparking that what sparked that yeah like what was sparking that what was what were like were were you actively like just taking time and being like for the next 15 minutes I'm just gonna sit and sit and think about like my mindset and how I'm approaching these things it, it wasn't like I would like sit by myself. This happened after like I went through different things at Saint of X mm-hmm. when I was at Saint of X, and I obviously like you know went through went through, over four years. It was a lot of, of stuff that happened, yeah. and you know you you have relationships with people, you lose relationships with people, and I think while I was going through like navigating new relationships at the same time as losing losing other relationships. It became a point where it was like, who am I as a person? Mm, Ooh. <laughs> right? And that's when that's when I was like, who's Caitlin and mm. what am I passionate about? And what yeah, do I want? Yeah, and then yeah. again, that got the wheels spinning again. And then those but Isn't that so special to have and... that like thought process of like who am some people don't ask themselves that question until they're 70. You but know, the thing like... Is, like now I'm going through that again. Like if that makes sense. But like going back, like we I can think put it's ongoing, yeah. back on that. But like going back on that, it was like the the how I maybe made it seem so easy was because it was like, yeah, in quotes, as I'm quoting, but like 
it wasn't that I was like, I, I, for some reason was just like, this is what I want to do. And it's like a thing in our family to call me a pit bull. Like if I want something, I want it. Like I will do anything to get it. And Mm -hmm. so I think when I was like going through all these changes, it was like, I don't care what I have to do. This Mm -hmm. is what I want Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it. And, and I didn't think, God, this is really hard. Cause I like when I transferred, so when I transferred from my first school to my second school, I didn't lose any credits. When I transferred from my second school back to my first school, I lost four, four classes. So almost a full semester of courses. So I had to make up for that time. And I was like, I'm going to graduate on time. Like I will do this on time. And so that's when I was like, I took three summer courses then I took six courses in my last year this year and five at my second semester. Mm. But it was like, I want to do this. So I'm going to do it. Maybe that's where that mentality came back of like, oh, but it was like, it's a shift of like, well, I want to do it. So I can do it. Like I know I can. And and Mm. I didn't really think like to myself, like, God, this is hard. It's like, I got to do it at some point. Let's Mm -hmm. just do it now. Right. It's it, it, and you know to touch on the pitbull thing. It is so funny because it's yeah. like I feel like the the nickname, like if you could even call it that, um, yeah. is one of those things where it's like you know it was it, it, when you were a kid. It was like I want candy and I fucking want it now. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like dialed in, and then Don't like I, as you get as you get older, it's like what a beautiful mentality to have of yeah. like there's there's obstacles in my way, but like I want to do something and I'm gonna like kind of yeah. make it happen. And it is it is one of those things where you know, uh, you know, goodness, it's, it's, you know, we've got mom and dad who are just the most like, you know, oh, like be almost like, it's like, I think it's like a parent thing. It's just like the be careful. Are you sure? Like, what do you do? Are you diving in head first? But once you establish, like, I got, I got, I got to do this for me. It's a very individual, powerful mindset. Exactly. And the thing was when I was going through all my transferring, I was, I did it on my own. I didn't call mom and dad and be like, Hey, I'm thinking of transferring. I put in my transfers without them even knowing. (laughs) I paid for my transfer in the sense of like, yeah. you know, like application fee of 60 bucks. I'm like, put it in. I'm just going to apply and see if I get this transfer accepted mm-hmm. like back. Right. And it was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. So I call mom and dad. I'm like, Hey, so I'm packing the car. I'm moving in with three guys and you're going to have to just agree to it. <laughs> and I did my full application and I have the car so I can pack it up. You guys don't even need to worry about oh, it. I just need you but to that, like, don't worry about it. Of course, they're going to be like, oh, my God. Like, what, yeah, what the but hell? Yeah, but at the same time, is like I really applaud mom and dad during that time because there was never a time in this whole transfer period that they weren't supportive mm. and forever grateful for that or that they didn't just be like, we trust you. Like, they always mm. were like, trust you. We'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like as much as I was doing it kind of behind their back because I also was like, I almost you just didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. people telling me, you shouldn't do this because mm-hmm. – if I if you talk to some friends, right, they're like kind of like, oh, who should right? Do no, exactly, hundred percent. I was yeah. like, oh my god, my parents are going to be like, oh, don't do that. Why did you even transfer in the first place? If you want to mm. transfer back there, right? And I was just like, I needed to learn certain but lessons. You knew, you, yeah, you knew. It was and this is like my experience, and like this is like, I will regret this if I don't go back. So it's like, heck, pack the car, like let's go. Right. Move on with three random guys that I don't know. This is part of the experience, like. Yeah. And that's the thing. And it was like, dive head first in, like, mm-hmm. pitbull, I want it, I'll do it. Call yeah. you out, like, this is what's happening. <laughs> it's it's kind of, it's weirdly like, it's it's after everything you've been through, it's kind of like a badge of honor at this point. Yeah, I'm Kate, like, I get Kate pitbull more. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, like, I had, like, also a moment when I'm, like, finished, like, finished my last exam, right? I'm writing it, I'm like, 
full league wrap is my last one ever. Like I never have to do an assignment <laughs> and get graded anymore. Like I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. if anyone knows me, I am not really a student. Like I don't really love school. I'm yeah. just like, not, but I'm like, you know what? I want to have a degree in my back pocket. So I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a big, like, I want nineties. I'm like, let's get that 50. Like, she's got degrees. Yeah. 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 But, but then it's like, I wrote my last one. And I'm like, oh my God, I handed it in, call mom and dad. And I'm like, I did it in the yeah. time that I was supposed to train. And then again, it's like transferring twice, three mm. degree changes, 14 moves. I'm like, I actually am graduating at the same time as everyone else. And I had yeah. this moment with mom and dad where it was like, I get, I'm getting like teary eyed and crying. And I'm like, yeah. I just did that. Like mm-hmm. what a blur because it's like part of the process. So like, sometimes I don't think people understand, like while you're going through the process, you're not really understanding what you're doing for yourself yeah. almost like, yeah. Oh, I'm really actually doing this for myself. So I didn't really understand. And I think maybe other people can relate to that until I like called mom and dad. And I had this moment where I'm like sitting in silence in my car before like starting it. And I'm like, I'm like, Whoa, I just actually finished my degree. And they're like, Oh my God. Like, you yeah, know, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like I did that. Like, yeah. You know, that's the moments when you're just like, you know what? It looks really intimidating and you're like, I'm not going to get through it. But then you literally do. And you're just like, good. <laughs> yeah. I deserve on, to have this moment. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, it's, it is, uh, you know, I, I think it is important kind of, um, to mention because, you know, being an older brother, you know, I always want to make sure that like, you know, that, that everything works out and everything's okay. But I also know that like, you know, a lot of the things that you've gone through and that you, you know, you teach me a lot of stuff and it's, right. it's amazing. Cause it's like, you know, that's really special for me as a big brother to like, see you go yeah. through these life experiences and see you say like along the way, like I did this for me because for so long of my life, and this is something that I've talked about on the podcast and everything, it was always other people, other people, other people, other people. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but that's no way to live. You know, you yeah. gotta, you gotta do things for you. So I think that the, you know, the fact that you did this for, for four years and you said, like, like you said, it wasn't like a, Hey, let me weigh all the options of everybody else. It was like, no, I know what's best for me and yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just fucking do it. And if I don't, and if it doesn't work out, well, lesson learned, you know, kind of but thing. That's what I mean. Like that was like the big thing is like, you know what? I can sit here and I can like listen to what everyone has to say about it yeah. and make my wheels just spin and spin and spin and then be like, you know what? Because I don't want to hear the raft from everyone type yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm just going to stay in this position. And then I was like, you know what? Bite the bullet. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Hear what people have to say afterwards. And if, if I'm the talk of whatever, then I'm the talk of whatever. At the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out life just like you, except my journey's a little bit different. And yeah. at the end of the day, talk about it all you want. But if I'm like happy, then I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> if I make a mistake, it's mine to deal with. And that was a big thing. If it's like, if I'm making this decision on my own, I didn't want mom and dad's thing too. Cause I didn't want to ever say like, well, you told me that I should yeah, do yeah, 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 I yeah. want to feel like I made this decision. Mm. I made this like transition, this change. I decided to move into places that with people that I had no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. I have decided all these things. And like, that's where it's like, Personal. my yeah. Some people would be like red flag to me. I'm like, cool. <laughs> some characters yeah yeah well that's the thing it's like character building i mean especially third Mm. year that was like the most character building thing ever well yeah coming out of third year and going into third year summer after having the summer i did i guess to give everyone like all the listeners like just a understanding of it all i work call it well done yeah i worked (laughs) thank you 
I worked um, in Muskoka last summer. I mean, I won't say like the names of anything because it's not the yeah, point sure. of the story. Um, but I, I worked. Pardon? I said, name them. Let's light them up. No, no. No pun intended based on the story. (laughs) No, literally. Um, But basically, I worked at just like a place up in Muskoka for the summer and they had accommodations and woke up one morning and this was in July. So um, just to preface to you, like this is the summer going into my fourth year of university. And we woke up at like five in the morning or something um, to fire alarms and the house was on fire. So luckily wow. there was eight people living in the place and we all got out um yep. but we lost a good majority of our stuff and then right after like 24 hours after unfortunately kyle and i's nana passed away unexpectedly mm-hmm. so two of the biggest thing that's happened in my life literally happened within 24 hours of one another and i was literally at that point like when i heard about my nana i was like homeless like literally i had no home at that point I didn't know if my stuff was like fully gone. I didn't know what was happening. So that was kind of like the preface of the summer. Yeah. And that was like traumatic. Like I absolutely, it it was like something that's like, if you don't handle that correctly, you're going to deal with some things down the line. And so that was like me going into my fourth year of university coming off the summer. And I'm like, what is going on? Like Mm -hmm. this is like, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I mean, for myself, And maybe Kyle can relate to this. I never had anything in my life that was kind of like, holy smokes, this is so intense. Like up to kind of that point, I'd never, Mm. we had never really lost anyone. No, yeah. And we, you know, we honestly, like, I'm super grateful that I was able to even experience like no loss with anybody up to the age of 21. Like that's crazy or 20 or yeah, 20. And like, that's crazy. So but exactly like two things, 24 hours, biggest things has happened to me. I don't really know. I'm supposed to go into fourth year and like yeah. know what's going on. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like, the yeah, there's no, there's no map or anything like that. Like you just gotta, no. you want to talk about like having the mentality of like, I got to figure this out for me. Like yeah. that's oh, a, yeah. that's a very like, that's a gut check kind of moment where, and it was, it was such a, it was a time too, where like, you know, when I talk about the dynamics of the family, it's like, did you feel a, oh, did you feel a pressure of like not being able to kind of like, lean on people because of everybody you know kind of like yeah. how, how did you kind of feel about that because I, I was always very curious about this because like with with me and with so many other people it was like oh like the only thing going on was this one secular thing it was nana's passing and it was like you yeah. could kind of be like you could go to mom and dad and you could kind of collectively grieve and you and like of course you you know can grieve all together but then mm-hmm. you're also dealing with this like individual secular thing that really yeah. like it only like affects you directly. It obviously affects all of us because we just care about you and we want to make sure that yeah, you're yeah. okay. Um, right. But like, you know, was there like, were you feeling like you couldn't ask people for support because you thought people were like, how did you kind of, how did you feel during that time? I mean, like talking about it kind of brings up emotions, which I've never really like, no one's ever really fully kind of sat me down and been like, okay, like unpack this fully. Yeah. Because like, I don't really, I don't go to a therapist. I don't, so I, I don't really have these like moments where I'm like, okay, let's unpack this whole situation. And I mean, like thinking back to that time. Yeah. I mean, it kind of felt like I was on my own little island mm. at the end of the day. Mm. I was experiencing something that like, honest to God, I, yes, fires happen. But like, again, like as the same thing as I'm like talking about university and being able to relate to people. I'm like, the only people who can like fully maybe relate to this are like the eight people in this fire. But then at the same time, I'm also dealing with the fact that 
I don't really want to talk to anybody about the fire that's not immediately in it. I don't want to talk to social media. I don't want to talk to all these like, things. Because, like, they're external things. And I'm like, you – I don't want you just reaching out because I went to this. Like, yeah. went through this, kind of. I, like, want that, like, personable, like, conversations with, like, do you know what I mean, kind of? Yeah. And then, you know, a week after the, the fire and hearing about Nana passing away – we're I'm heading back to my parents hometown where my Nana lived and I have no clothes I have literally nothing like nothing with me and at the same time as I'm trying to be very careful of the fact that my dad is grieving Mm -hmm. his mom passing away Mm -hmm. you guys are all grieving your family member passing away Mm -hmm. you included part of that grieving process yeah exactly but then I'm also like I don't want to put pressure on anyone. I don't want to put pressure on my parents and be like, I'm sorry, I don't have anything right now. But we also, it's not like we have like money to go buy me $20,000 worth of stuff again. But I also kind of like need some things. Like I need mm-hmm. some cl- like clothes again until I know exactly what's lost in the fire. And I'm like showing up to like dinner in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and Mm. sandals because at that point that's what worked and that's what worked it was like it was like power through like this is what works right now basically the clothes that you would like essentially the clothes you would like walked out of the burning building in and now you're sitting yeah 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 that's tough and and i'm and i'm sitting here in these clothes and i'm like okay like i have about like i remember literally coming off of like that day just the fire day before Mm. nana passed away and i was holding a toothbrush in my hand and this is after like the company that I worked for just went out and got us like the the necessary like in the moment like quick thing so I had like a toothbrush in my hand and I had like I think that was like literally it I had a pair of pajama pants mm-hmm. and a toothbrush in my hand like that was it like mm-hmm. that was all I had and so and it wasn't like I had a closet back home full of clothes I brought, brought everything with you with yeah me, university and then to the summer job like it was all with me so yeah I also felt like I was like trying to be very careful of like everyone who was also going through the process of grieving and I'm like mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. But then I'm going to go back to Muskoka and I don't have anything to go back to, Mm. but I have to pick up like my stuff that's like half burnt or whatever. So like, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, I don't know if I can fully lean on everyone because it's so much stress, right? It was Mm. causing stress. This fire situation was stressful. I was stressed out because I felt like I had nothing at the same time as you're watching something burn. You're literally watching almost a part of you inside of there, right? Because all your stuff, your belongings, Mm. what you, what makes you, you is also everything, like your clothes, your everything Mm. is what I, I thought to myself, of course I have myself, but then I also have the things that accentuate myself and like what Mm. I, what I like to like, right? So I'm literally standing there and I'm like, thank God I'm safe and thank God everyone else is safe. But I also know my belongings are in there. So I feel like a part of me is burning right now. Mm. Mm. And that was the part where like I was having such a hard time with because I was like, I feel like I lost a little bit of myself. Right. Well, and in more ways than one, right? Yeah. Uh, you lose a little bit of yourself, you know, in a family member passing oh. and then you lose more of yourself when, you know. And oh, it I had like, exactly. I was watching a fire happen and I had like the biggest panic attack of my life. I was sitting there and I like couldn't even breathe because I couldn't even comprehend that like this had been going for an hour before the fire alarms went off. Which like, is I was scary in and of itself, thing. right? Like I remember when exactly. you you when I heard that for the first time, I was terror. I was like, oh my, like I was panicked. I had anxiety because yeah. I was like, and it was, Kate, you know, Kate was there. Like that's scary. Exactly. And it was the roof and yeah. pictures of the room after is literally the part of the my ceiling that came in is uh, like it all came in, but there was still a little bit of 
bit of it. Um, it was all on my bed mm-hmm. and I was sleeping there. So that the fact that I saw those pictures and I was like, Oh my God, like it gives mm-hmm. you shakes because you're like, I'm, I'm fine. And I'm like, but I could have been in way worse situation. And so that's when it was like, Oh my God, like, okay, this is a lot to handle. And mm-hmm. like, who do I really have to lean on? And everyone's like tiptoeing, right? Cause everyone's like wanting to be very, everyone who cares, cares, right? Mm-hmm. They just want you to be okay. And so everyone's trying to like, you know, put a hand out, but it's also like, I'm like, I get it, but I don't know how to handle this. I don't even yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, and you're not, supp- in a weird, you're not supposed and, to, right? You're yeah. like, that is a brand new thing to navigate. And I felt like the biggest burden and I didn't know Ooh. why. And that was the part that That's tough. Sucked. Sorry you felt yeah. that way. Mm. That, that really sucked because of the fact that I was like, hey, like, can I like come over type thing? Like to friends that I had in the area. Mm. So it wasn't, so you felt like a burden to like your immediate kind of friend group. Yeah. Like Mm. in Muskoka. Right. 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 Because I'm like, Hey, like, can I stay over tonight? And then I'm like bawling my eyes out. Yeah. What is going on? And you know, they're trying to help and everything. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I can leave. Like, cause I feel like I'm like, well, I don't have a home base. So I'm kind of using your house as my home base, but then I'm also kind of like emotionally dumping on you right now. But then I want to just be like the happy, loving Kate that I like believe that I am. But I'm like, I can't because I don't even yeah. know what's going on in my life. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like a burden because I'm like, oh, I don't want to like take too much from you or, or over like be in your space or like I, I still want to be healthy boundaries with you. But like, I need you. Like, yeah. I mm. need you. Did you and express so that? Was, oh, yeah. And it was yeah, always true, like, yeah. you are not a burden. Like, it, mm. but it's like, I believed I was. Even it's, though, even though people reinforce, you are not a burden. I'm like, but I am. Yeah, but, right. Like, no, I, I, I get that. That was, yeah. I mean, the burden conversation is one that like I talked about early days of the podcast. It's like you, you when you get that feeling, it's almost like a, it's like a weird like tattoo that kind of just it's sticks like with you. You can like cover it up and you can like, you know, kind of do this. But it's like, unless you get that thing, like, you know, you, perf- like, you get the thing like off. It's like, it's there and it, it sticks. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, it's like, I know I had a great support system and amazing people who really cared and I'm like forever forever grateful for just those like conversations of just being like you don't even need to talk about what just happened to me but just like let's just like talk as if it almost didn't even happen because I don't register it right now Mm -hmm. and I'm like forever grateful for that but of course like no matter how many times that they had to sit me down and be like you can stay here for as long as you need and you can take all my food and you can whatever I still believe like I like my own space. Yeah. I cannot be like your own space. Like, I don't want to have to rely on you because I'm a very independent person at the end of the day too. And so that, again, exactly as you said, like mm-hmm. as much as you can cover it up, you still feel at the end of the day you mm-hmm. are. And until you, until you kind of tell yourself, I would do the exact same. Yes. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I need to understand that they are doing almost the bare minimum for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah, do yeah. the exact same thing without a shadow of a doubt. And I would never want them to feel that way. So I almost had to reverse the situation to get my mind to kind of get off of that fact that I was a burden mm. and be like, okay, I would be doing this. So enough, Kate, like yeah. you, need, you need to understand in these moments, this is what these people are here for. Like, right. Did you, have you thought about like actually like sitting down and unpacking this with a professional at some point, because like it kind of like, I didn't even really, it didn't even really click with me. I mean, fuck, I like, I'm the, the, the mental health podcast boy. And like, it didn't even like register the fact that you didn't have like therapeutic support during this time in your yeah. life. It's a lot. It's a lot, Kate. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, 
understood that PTSD could come out of it. Um, I, you know, was obviously like, you know, getting like help from people, but not like in like a fully like, like fully therapeutic way, I guess. And, and it was like one of those things where it was kind of like, I, I could get diagnosed with that. But because I was kind of like showing the the things of it. And it was never like the fact that I thought another fire would happen. Mm. I never, ever, except for like the first initial nights, because I was like waking up in the middle of the night, like, holy right, smoke. Of course, because, yeah. Right. Because like the fire alarm didn't go off for an hour before it did. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, oh, it was never that. I always just like continuously thought to myself internally. Oh, something might happen really drastically that could change my life in immediate. Mm-hmm. Like. I would always think like if someone's like, oh, I'm going for a drive. I'm like, what if they get in a car accident? Right, right. That was where I was having post-traumatic like stress mm-hmm. was was how fast life can change. Because in 24 hours, I lost two things. Absolutely. Major. Yep. So that's when I was like, oh, my God, like life can change so fast. But it also gave me a different perspective. Like mm. if you flip it into a good. But of course, I was experiencing this like, but then again, I'm like, who can relate to this? Mm-hmm. And I felt very kind of lost again. But then it was almost like I just didn't seek the help. I almost like was like, maybe I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Looking back, though, at my year, probably probably would have been a big benefit to just have that like weekly scheduled thing where that it's like space, I'm not exhausting right? my friends with right. this talk all the time. Yeah, I'm talking to a professional <laughs> who I can just like dump yeah. and, and be like, I'm sorry, but I had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I need you to help me through this because looking back, I really I was dealing with insurance. Yeah. Probably until October, I didn't have like money to really go out and do stuff right. <clears throat> and buy myself new stuff. And, uh, like yeah, of course I probably should have because I kind of got into like my fourth year. Like looking back, I'm like, oh, got into some bad habits. And probably talking with someone because I feel like a lot of it came from the summer mm-hmm. probably would have helped. Mm. <laughs> I mean, after after the summer, I went into because of the fact that I lost money also at the end yeah. of the day. Um, I financially like, stressful on top of yeah. everything else. Yeah, I probably had like like a lot of money's worth of stuff. Like I, my computers, like everything was in there. And um, again, I'm trying to cover my portion of school. Mm-hmm. And so I, because the fire happened in July, I didn't work for the last little bit, just trying to collect my thoughts and everything. And so I went into school taking my six courses so that I could graduate on time. <laughs> and I worked two jobs at the same time. So I went right off of summer with the biggest hit of my life at that point, And then went into six courses, two jobs, moved into a new spot, like a new apartment mm-hmm. and was just trying to make it work so the fact Mm -hmm. of what i went through in the summer and all the repercussions of that almost wasn't even a focus which it should have been but it was almost just like do these six courses and make was was there any part and i gotta ask because it's what kind of comes up when you when you say that was there any part of it where it was like by working and by taking six courses it almost takes up so much mental space that i can kind of i don't even have to think like i it takes up so much room that I don't even have to really think about the stressful things. I can just focus on, I got to jump from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And kind of like weirdly almost Mm. like forces you into the present moment. Like, 
I, you know, some people like when they go through stressful experiences and what I've seen through the pod and that kind of stuff is like some people go through a really stressful experience and then they work 80 hours a week because it's like, I couldn't handle the thinking about this thing anymore. And I just needed to fill my brain with other things. Like, was there any part of that that was like, does that uh, resonate at all? It resonates to the point where it, it, it dragged me to a point where I lost myself this year because how of the so yeah, that's that... a, that's an interesting, yeah. How would you, because why? I was so busy yeah. that there was no focusing on the things that I love to do. Mm, the things that mm. help me keep that mental sanity. Right. And then I'm like lashing, not lashing out. Like I would never get like, I would never like lash out. In a, but I right. mean like lashing out emotionally in the fact of I'm like, I'm not myself. Mm-hmm. Then I'm overthinking everything in my life. I'm overthinking, am I a good friend? Am I a good partner? Am I a good this? Am I a good that? So like, yes, at the fact of yes, it was like, oh, don't have time to think about that because I'm working like all the time and I'm just doing everything. But it was like, I need to sit with this. Yes. But because of everything, of course, yes, I was so busy that I didn't sit with it. Right. But it drew me to a point of I completely lost myself and I'm just sitting mm. on the couch on days. Or then I see some like, m- like my partner and I'm like, oh, hey, and then I'm just like, oh, I'm just like uncontrollably not who I know that I am mm. and that's where I kind of like talked earlier about like I'm almost at again to the point of being like what do I want again in my mindset again because of the whirlwind of like I did not focus on repairing myself after summer which led into the school year which led into like all these other like things and my mind like constantly going of just being like well, I got to do this, like school-wise. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't sit with my own thoughts. I've got, I've got three shifts. You know, I got to yeah. figure out like in the next two exactly. days. Exactly. And and like I'm like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm right. Fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. yeah. Yeah. Right. I have a smile on my face. I'm I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, and at the end of the day, it wasn't like I was like going and shutting my door, and then I'm like, we can take yeah. this off. It wasn't like that. It was just like I just like the motions weren't even motions. It was just like going and going mm-hmm. and I'm going so now it's like I feel I'm going into a new season and I want to put my best foot forward mm-hmm. that means sitting by myself reading books educating yeah. myself understanding the self-help things and like sometimes it's like not only like therapy it's just like I also have recognized because of the stuff that I've like been through over four years what I need to do mm-hmm. so I just sometimes need to get back into these routines and it's yeah. hard. Well, you're very aware of you're 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 yeah. very aware of what you need and I feel like yeah. that's kind of something that like like you said it's been established through life experience and stuff but like I feel like you recognize when you're not happy when you're not feeling yourself oh, yeah. whereas a lot of people sometimes it's like you don't even have that self-awareness. So that's yeah. I mean at least that gives you that edge a little bit to to get get yeah. back to yourself. And and another thing was is that like uh as I said like because I was so busy I truly believe, and you know, from just talking with you, I also had stomach problems this year mm, yeah. that I've never had before. Oh, yes, yeah, $600 worth of where, vitamins, yeah. Yeah, supplements. To a point where I was like literally in pain every single day of my life. Yeah. Anything that I ate, I was in so much pain. And it really hit me in like November, October was when I really hit my like uh, every single day moment. And I do, and like now I feel like much better. I mean, I went through a whole process of like, but I'm I'm not, I'm still like eating the stuff that I was supposedly told not to eat and I'm still feeling fine. So I think stress overtook my life to a point where it ran my body down. Yeah. Food was like an enemy to me. And I was like, I hate this. Mm. And 
no one was helping. I mean, the doctors weren't really helping me that much. And so I was like, okay, let's go like naturopathic way, whatever. But that's the point too, is like, I also lost myself in the fact that I was like an enemy with food and that became another thing too. So it was like, that's why I'm like even more like, all right, Caitlin, let's go again. Like, although it may have seemed like it was like easy in quotes to get through this, this last year, like kicked my ass. Mm -hmm. It's, and that's, yeah, I was going to say, and that's like a, that's a beautiful, you know, um, that's kind of the embodiment of like the, the podcast and all this stuff. Life's a wreck. It's like, yeah, this fucking, this shit sucked. It was fucking awful. And like, it led to things that like, you know, yeah, like you said, made me lose myself in all of those things. And, you know, made me an enemy with something that I love. I know you're, you know, you're such a foodie. So, you know, I know that that's such a tough thing. And like, I don't like to be told I can't have something either. Well, that's, you know, there's, there's a whole other thing. Right. But yeah, it's, I know that's a, it's a tough one. And it's, and it's, you know, when I, when I say, um, you made it look like you made it look easy. And, and I was, you know, you carried yourself with a, you know, it was still one of those things where like, I was conscious of how tough it must have been. And mm-hmm. it's, I'm glad that we've, you know, kind of had this, like, I'm glad we've had this chat because it's like, it does, it really gives kind of that perspective of being like, yeah, it's not, you know, just like with so many people in life, it's like, yeah, I, you know, it, it looked easy because I worked really fucking hard and it was yeah. like, but it was really fucking hard. That's, that's, yeah. I worked really fucking hard, but it was really fucking hard. And so, you know, yeah. don't, don't think that you're like, I, I definitely, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that you went through so much because it's, it's fucking, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's tough. It is. And I, I don't want to see you go through that kind of stuff. But yeah it's life exactly and that's the thing where i like also had to learn it was like i'm not sorry i went through all that stuff yeah i get that because and like through everything like over four years i like would not change anything Mm -hmm. i am forever grateful that i was to spend 21 years of my life with my nana and had a great relationship with her where some people can't even say that about themselves yeah of course I'm grateful for going up to Muskoka and I met amazing people. Amazing relationships have come out of it. Sure. I went over that hump of that fire, but it made me understand. Don't take things for granted. Yeah. Period. When it comes to moving places, it makes me understand that like grass isn't always greener. It's like all these lessons that like come out of different things. I'm not sorry for anything that I really went through, but if anything, I'm forever grateful. And I know that yeah. you didn't mean it like that, but I mean, it's like, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have the knowledge to kind of go into this whole new part of my life with this type of like fire in me that's like you know what I can take whatever comes my way like honestly and like it can it can be health it can be whatever like I really feel that way so I don't at the end of the day look back on these and you know some people are like oh I wish that you know like dad was saying the other day like I wish that you could have just like you know right off the bat like just like hit the ground running and it's like well I don't like I don't feel that way I had to go through these things I had to experience these things to understand like the goods the bads the uglies and enjoy the these little things and that's where it's like I want to go into this next season and be like all right like what do we got like I'm excited so it's like at the end of the day like yes of course I'll lose myself and I promise you I'll lose myself again at something in my life mm-hmm. but I know what it feels like and I hope to God know how to get myself out of it so yep. that's the thing track. too that kind of, yeah that's the thing too that kind of just like it's a drive at the end of the day like being like well I overcame those things so 
I can overcome things. Like, it's life. Like, you're gonna... It's the riding of the wave. If you enjoyed that chat and you want to check out the rest of my conversation with Kate, you can watch an exclusive extended video interview over on our Patreon. It's a friggin' tongue twister. I appreciate Kate for coming on the show today, um, sharing her stories and experiences and perspective. Because every time that I, I chat with Kate, I'm always left with this sense of motivation to like... It sounds kind of cliche, but like motivation to just like trust in the universe, put one foot in front of the other and just, you know, look for the lessons that can be learned in some of the the shit that life throws at you. So that was a a really special conversation. And, uh, you know, I hope that maybe it motivates you to sit down with somebody in your life, somebody who knows you the best, your family, uh, you know, a sibling, a best friend, a a partner and uh, and create the space for for you know, a good, open, authentic chat because, you know, it's really, it's honestly, it's, it's amazing the places that you'll go. And, uh, you know, just remember that through the good chats and the bad chats, um, the great days and the days that uh, you'd rather forget the highs and lows, the ups and downs, uh, as you're riding the wave, just remember that life's a wreck and I'll see you in two weeks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.